This is News Talk. Well, we'll begin with the Irish Examiner. Tarnished the signal support for decriminalisation of drugs. So many people involved in a campaign for many years now to have uh, drugs decriminalised in Ireland. And it looks like it could be a step closer. So the Examiner says Tarnished the Michal Martin has signalled support for a decriminalisation of drugs, saying he backs calls from his own TDs for a health-led approach. Two Fianna Fáil TDs said that the war on drugs is not working and there must be a legalisation of drugs in this country so recreational drug users could be able to access their substance of choice in an off-licence style outlet in a bid to control the makeup of the drugs so obviously make drugs safer but also then kill off the gangs that are distributing drugs at the moment and making a fortune in the process by the way as well. So the two Fianna Fáil TDs are Paul McAuliffe and James Lawless and they're recommending is that Ireland would accelerate the process of decriminalisation that's already in place and now it looks like they have the support of Tónishta Michal Martin too. He's saying he supports a health-led approach to drug addiction and you have to look at Canada now. There's a big trial uh, of drugs going on in the British Columbia region there where you can be found with I think it's two and a half grams of cocaine, other drugs like heroin, fentanyl, things like that. And you won't be locked up, put behind bars. They're doing very much a health-led approach like they do in other countries like Portugal too. Mind you, I was in Lisbon and the amount of times I was offered drugs in Lisbon was off the charts on the main streets there. Uh, The Irish Times on the front page, ambulance response times risk patient lives. This is a big new report Uh, which says that overlapping ambulance services in Dublin, which are provided by the National Ambulance Service and the Fire Brigade, are leaving the public at risk. The two organisations share responsibility for 999 calls in the region and according to this report they're failing to hit their targets for responding to the most urgent calls. Patients in Dublin are at potential risk from suboptimal ambulance provision by two overlapping state agencies according to the report and we only had recently uh, the report that ambulances are missing target times they're supposed to be with you in 19 minutes and in an awful lot of cases it's an hour could be two hours in one case in Kildare a life-threatening event the ambulance didn't come for over 10 hours so there's more about that in the Irish Times this morning staying with Dublin on the front of that paper golfers aren't happy at Dublin airport golf clubs have complained of intolerable noise and fumes from planes departing Dublin airport's new runway and many players are considering abandoning their memberships the Forest Little Golf Club in the northerly shadow of Dublin Airport will not benefit from a change in flight paths because the planes take off immediately adjacent to its fairways and the club is very unhappy at its AGM. One member described how he'd been forced from the course having become physically ill as a consequence of the fumes coming from a plane. So some of the golfers are worried about what they're inhaling as they're teeing off. The Irish Independent looks at the 50 quid we're all getting from the ESB. Households overcharged on their electricity bills will not be repaid any time soon as the ESB looks to avoid using its own money for refunds. Energy Minister Eamon Ryan says he wants the €100 million in unsanctioned charges refunded to customers quickly and that the ESB should pay it. However, the ESB wants to raise the money through 
through charges on big businesses like pharmaceutical firms and uh, data centres and things like that. So essentially, if you're waiting for the 50 quid, uh, you could be waiting because the Indo says that the ESB is dragging its heels. The Irish Daily Mirror, we're at breaking point. Uh, That's not my Kildare accent, that's P-I-N-T. Publicans have warned they can't afford to take any more financial hits. This is after the price increases for Guinness came into effect yesterday. Something which I think a lot of people going to the pub this weekend will notice. They mightn't be in the pub during the week, but when you go this weekend, you could see that the price of a pint has gone up maybe 30 cent, maybe 50 cent. Mick Ryan, owner of the Haypenny Bridge pub in Dublin, said everything is going up. Everything after the pandemic has been a hit. They're going to have to pass on uh, the price increases to punters and essentially pubs saying that they are struggling. The Irish Daily Mail continues its coverage of the nursing home uh, illegal charges and it says nursing home compensation is inevitable, paying compensation over care home charges and the denial of disability payments is inevitable according to some TDs and senators in Fianna Fáil, Fine Gael and the Green Party who have all told the Mail that they believe compensation schemes are the only way to end the controversies. Also an interesting one on the front of the Mail, a lot of people won't be happy with this they have a writer uh, uh, who's talking about the Banshees of Inish Aaron and the question that's asked on the front page, I haven't bothered to read the article yet, but it says, why are the write-on Oscars lauding a film that depicts the Irish as drunks and dim-witted Egypts? And that's by a writer whose parents come from Connemara. Now, if you look at social media, almost everybody is saying what a wonderful film The Banshees of Inish Aaron is and it's winning awards left, right and centre. This writer says that it shows that the Irish are drunk and Egypts, essentially. The Irish Sun has a world-exclusive footy charter leaked. Dodgy owners will be blocked from getting hold of football teams under a huge clean-up. A leaked paper seen by the Irish Sun will mean that multi-millionaires who can't prove the source of their wealth won't be able to complete takeovers of soccer clubs. Uh, And obviously, uh, you think of the likes of Roman Abramovich, who's been sanctioned, so the likes of him will be kept out of the Premier League. So that's a big new charter being drawn up by the British government. Now, you may have heard this yesterday evening, uh, the doll talking about dog attacks. And there's a canine behavioural expert in the papers, Nancy Creedon, who's going to be on News Talk Breakfast this morning. But she says that a mandatory theory test should be enforced for dog owners. I have to say I agree with her because there's an awful lot of people who shouldn't own dogs because they haven't a clue how to deal with them. And we've seen an increase in dog attacks in this country too. So Nancy Creedon says, according to the examiner, that the theory test for dogs or for dog ownership, the dogs are grand, it's the owners are the problem. So the theory test for the owners would be similar to the test for a driver's licence. And she reckons it would reduce the number of incidents of dog attacks and promote responsible dog ownership. So we'll hear a little bit more later on on News Talk Breakfast about that. Interesting one in the mail, there's a new survey out. Employees who don't have children feel they are discriminated against in the workplace compared to parents and they feel they're expected to work longer hours. More than a fifth, 22% of people who don't have children say they are expected to work out of hours because they have no children. This is according to a new Matrix recruitment survey and those who identified this type of discrimination were an even split, men and women, both feeling 
that because they don't have children, they're being asked to do things in the workplace that the colleagues who do have children wouldn't be asked to do. Uh, And also two thirds of people surveyed said having children affects a woman's career progress there. I remember in a previous job, I was asked to work Christmas uh, and I was told it's because, you know, others have children, so they need to be at home at Christmas. You don't have children. So would you mind working? Um, you know, it's it's a big issue for people and, you know, it's all about choice here and employees should be treated equally whether they do or don't have children. Staying with parenting, incredible story in the Irish Independent this morning. Uh, I've never heard the likes of it. I don't know about you. Airline staff at an Israeli airport were shocked. I can understand why. When a couple decided to leave their baby at a check-in desk after a row over having to buy a separate ticket for their child. The incident happened at the Ryanair desk in Tel Aviv on Tuesday and the couple were travelling to Brussels from Israel when they discovered that they had to pay extra for a seat for their baby. So rather than paying extra, airline staff told local media that the couple simply left their child in the buggy at the Ryanair desk and walked on through passport control, headed off onto the plane and left the baby there. Just remarkable. Ryanair says we've never seen anything like this. We couldn't believe what we were seeing. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is News Talk.